It probably wouldn't be shocking to say the dream life is expensive if we're defining the dream life as all yachts and sports cars, mega mansions and the likes. But what if your dream life is living more simply? What if your dream life involves a quieter existence in a rural setting or more time for the things that light you up or living in alignment with your values more and more or helping others? Yeah, still expensive. (laughs) The irony that my dream of living a slow-paced, simple, off-grid, self-sustaining existence will take a lot of money to create isn't lost on me. (laughs) So my issues with the word expensive makes me twitch. Um, We'll get into those aside. It's actually okay that it's expensive. Let's talk about why and what to do with the fact that your dream life will come with a hefty price tag, my love. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com and from Cory Lives the Dream Life over on YouTube. Have you been keeping up with my YouTube channel? I hope so. I hope you've been loving it. Let me know. I always want to know what you've enjoyed and what you want to see more of, hear more of. Tell me the things. Send me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Cory Javid over there. And this is our official new season and our new topic is money. Money, 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 money. Oh yes. Oh yay. And we're kicking it off with a slightly uncomfortable truth that the dream life is expensive. (laughs) We're going to get into that in a minute. The reason I'm recording this today though, I am not recording on my usual schedule here. I have lots of other things that I probably am supposed to be doing. (laughs) I make the rules. And I just been for the vibiest best massage of my whole damn life and I've had a lot of massages and it was so freaking good and I just feel so high vibe I was like I need to do a podcast episode I just want to bring this high vibe to you ladies so um yeah it was amazing I went for this massage let me just tell you very quickly and then we'll get into you know your dream life and how to make the money for it because that's what we're here for ultimately isn't it but I really needed like I wanted what I would call a technical massage like something a bit sports massage type of thing like tension relief I tend to accumulate tension in my shoulders I've got one shoulder that always gives me a bit of jip and I want to go off on our travels in really great shape 
I don't want to be feeling kind of stressed or burnt out by the time I get there. And there's a lot to do to make this next phase of the dream life happen. So it would be easy to succumb to that. So I've been doubling down on self-care and going for this massage was one such thing. So this is a new place, haven't been before. It's literally five minutes from our rental house. So perfect. And I went just expecting like a good technical massage. Oh my goodness, I was blown away by this guy. He, he's one of us, basically. He, he gets it. <laughs> he's down with all the energy and the woo and stuff. And I had no idea. And it was just amazing. So we were partway in and he was examining me and stuff and my posture and things. And he said, Corey, are you into holistic healing and things at all? And I was like, yes, I am, Jay. <laughs> Why do you ask? And he said, have you heard of Reiki? And I was like, yes, I have. And he's like, would you be open to me incorporating some Reiki and other such things into this session? I was like, heck yes, Jay. <laughs> bring it, bring all the woo you've got. He was doing some affirmations. There's a bit of guided meditation in it. Oh my goodness, the man's a legend. I am just like, I'm kind of actually a bit gutted that I've only just found him now, only a few short weeks before we hit the road. Maybe I'll just have to fly him out to wherever we are. I don't know. But it was so good. Okay. So let's get into the dream life being expensive. Let's, first of all, let's just set the tone here. We're talking about money this season, all season, because let's not sugarcoat it and let's not pretend differently. Money is important. We hear all of these phrases, which quite frankly are ridiculous, like, oh, you know, money can't buy you happiness, and I don't know, love's more important than money, or maybe that's not a phrase, but do you know what I mean? And I'm like, why are we comparing these things? It's not like saying, oh, breathing's better than walking, <laughs> you know, like, we want to do all of those things. And so now I'm overthinking that analogy in my head, because I'm like, well, I guess it is, because breathing keeps you alive. But anyway, <laughs> oh, okay, I promise I will, I will settle into this. My point being... None of us here are getting away from the fact that we require money to live, right? We require money to live, and so the dream life, of course, requires money. And it requires more money than just putzing along, than just surviving. I'm not here to help you survive, ew. I'm here to help you, like, live your best damn dreamiest, vibiest life. And I feel like that's what we're really here for. And I don't care what's involved in that, it will cost you money. And it will cost you money either directly or indirectly. So... You want to go traveling, that's going to cost you money directly. You want to enjoy a sunrise? You want to get up with the sunrise every morning? Okay, a sunrise is free. But how are you doing getting up for that sunrise if you have to get up early and dash off to a job? Or if you are troubled with worries about money at the same time? Or if you feel like you never get a freaking minute to yourself and every minute of the day is taken up with either business activities or mum duties or life admin and you and your self-care isn't getting looking like, do you see what I mean? Money buys us time. You know, when money is coming in and particularly when we are in a place of abundance, which is different from money coming in, we can have money coming in and not be in a place of abundance. I will refer you back to my money wobble episode, a <laughs> place of huge abundance and was not feeling it. So we can have money coming in and not feel the abundance. But what we're really talking about in money season is abundance, which is money coming in and you feeling it. Money coming in and you feeling sure of it. Money coming in and you feeling secure in the abundance in your life. You feeling supported by money. This is always my goal with women that I work with, that they feel supported by me, supported by their peers, have a business that supports them and their lifestyle, not the way around, and they feel supported by money. That's, I feel like, what so many of us have been missing. 
and we feel like we're the ones supporting everything else and it feels weighty and heavy, doesn't it? So we need money and when money is coming in and coming in abundantly and we are in a space of abundance, it frees up so much bandwidth for us because yes, it means we can say yes to the opportunities and experiences and things that we like. It means that we can buy ourselves time. So I have people working for me in my business, which means that I don't have to work 40 hour weeks. Imagine, Um, I get to work 10 to 15 hour weeks typically. And because I have that money coming in, I get to buy time to enjoy the things in life that sometimes are free. But also, living in alignment with our core values is often more expensive than not. (laughs) I'm going to get into that in a minute too. So let's just start this season off by all acknowledging we need money, we desire money, there's no escaping the fact that money is required. Let's embrace it and be like, okay, that's not a bad thing. It's not wrong. We require air to breathe and we don't make that wrong, right? So let's just kind of set the tone there and say, yes, it's required and that's great. And lean into an expansion, an ability to hold a possibility of more and more abundance being available to you. Let's set an intention for this season that you hear these trainings, absorb these messages, maybe put into practice some of the things I say, but maybe just upgrade energetically whatever is the thing that you feel that you're going to need from this season around money and start having a different experience around money. Start feeling your power to create and receive abundance and start enjoying money as the fun resource for play and for living one's dream life that it gets to be. How does that sound for an intention for this season? Pretty freaking badass, yes? Okay, cool. So let me just kick off this topic, the truth, the dream life is expensive, with a quick caveat. I really don't like the word expensive. I've used it on purpose because it's more attention grabbing. Like, there it is. I've said it. I do marketing things occasionally, right? (laughs) I occasionally engage that part of my brain. (laughs) And I also know that if we aren't fully in abundance, there will be part of us for which that's feeling true. Like my dream life is expensive or too expensive. But I just do want to say, I really dislike that word. And if you find the word expensive coming into your life, just see how you feel about it. And the reason I dislike it, or I just don't choose to use it very often, is because I think that spending money should feel like a choice And expensive feels like it's something that is out of reach or something that we can't do. And it really speaks to lack and scarcity, just that word and the energy that underpins it. So I don't like to use it. I got it sort of turfed out of my vernacular a long time ago when I was doing my healing with my relationship around money. I realized that I used that phrase all the time with my daughter to not have to buy her plastic crap in the shops you know how kids go for a really long phase of just wanting all sorts of plastic nonsense and it was just such an easy go-to oh it's too expensive it's too expensive or we can't afford it that's another one another classic we don't use those phrases anymore because they're actually a little bit toxic we take them on board we hear ourselves say them and it perpetuates a feeling of lack and scarcity now I say hmm I'm not going to choose to spend my money on that for you today. You could spend your money on it because she now has like an allowance slash pocket money situation, which is always a fun thing to kind of (laughs) throw back at her. You can really see if a kid really wants something then. Like, do you want to use your money? No? Oh, okay, you don't really want it then. (laughs) So 
yes, so I turfed that word out, so I needed to kind of get that out of the way. But let's just be frank, whether or not we're using the term expensive, the dream life does cost, right? It does cost some money, and potentially a lot of money, depending on what your dream is. Let's not make that wrong. Let's make that permitted. Let's see it as a fun thing that we get to expand into and learn to receive more and more and more deeply. Don't put your dream life on some kind of unattainable pedestal by marking it and labeling it as too expensive or too much or whatever. That's easy for us to do. It's easy for us to downgrade our dream life or what we want for ourselves and our dreams, goals, desires, downgrade them, dilute them to what we feel is quote unquote realistic. Now, if that is not a word that is like, oh, just soul crushing to me, realistic, so boring, so dry, whoa. Realistic. Who wants to achieve something realistic? I'm here to achieve incredible things, aren't you? I know, right? So it's easy though for us accidentally and subconsciously to downgrade and minimize our desires and dreams, maybe not even acknowledge them in the first place. I find this a lot in the work that I do with women because we've been so socially conditioned to not own, let alone tune into our desires. But even if we do know, actually, I'd quite like this, it's easy to modify it because we're worried that if we allow ourselves to really want it, we think it's unrealistic, unattainable, too expensive, too much, whatever. Uh, We don't see how we could make it happen. And because we don't see how we can make it happen, we don't want to set ourselves up to feel like we were excited about it and it didn't happen. And so we minimize what we actually want. We dilute it and downgrade it instead as a self-preservation piece. So part of it comes down to we're not able to, willing to, whatever the case may be, hold and expand the possibility, you know, expand to hold the possibility that it could be true for us. And also we're trying to guard ourselves against disappointment. Now I say all of this because I think we need to go into these sorts of conversations with our eyes wide open and with just that invitation to become more and more self-aware as to what are some of the stories and some of the beliefs that I've got going on around this topic and am I you know reducing downgrading what I actually desire for myself am I telling myself something's not possible just because I don't know how it's possible I did not know how to set up a business and yet I set one up I did not know how to make six figures and yet I hit six figures. I did not know how to sign my first client, and yet I signed my first client. I could go on, you've done things in your life that you didn't know how to do them until you learned how to do them. Making the amount of money that you require to live whatever is your next level dream life, it it doesn't matter if you don't know how, my love. You're not supposed to know how. If you knew how, you'd have done it already. (laughs) You'll only know how, exactly, exactly how. You can have some guidance on how, and you can be put in the right direction, um, but you'll only know the exact sort of practical steps that were required when you look back. And the how really is more energetic. It's expanding to hold the possibility that, yes, it could be true for you. Go back to the scale of belief, you know, moving up that scale will help you to expand energetically and hold it more and more and more. And then because you have expanded that possibility and you are in some level of belief that it can happen for you, then things that will help you to get there will start to come into your conscious view. Does that make sense? So the dream life requires money. You need to fund your dream life somehow. How are we going to do that? (laughs) Well, that's what this whole season is here to help you do. But let's get into some story time and some specifics about 
the dream life and how much it's going to cost because I think we need to just be realistic about some of these things and frank about them because when we're like, okay, that's just how it is. Cool. Now that I know that, now I can go and work on my energy, my mindset around that to support me in doing it rather than being like, I don't know, and just not wanting to address it. So as you might know, well, as I'm recording this, I'm quite a few weeks out from going traveling, but as this is going live, we're probably like three weeks out, something like that. Terribly exciting. As I'm recording, my husband is about to hand in his notice. Ooh, that's very exciting. So we've been like counting down to that. But a few years ago, when this kind of dream, just the seed of it was planted for me, I was following an online, like, I guess you would call her an influencer. I don't know if we had those terms back then. She was like a a mummy blogger that blogged all about her, you know, very aesthetically clothed children and her very aesthetically beautiful, beautifully presented house, very much in the heyday of Instagram when everything was just all the stunning highlight reels. And I started following her and I just, I did like her aesthetic and also just her vibe and things. Her name's Courtney Adamo. I don't know if she still is going. I haven't followed her for years, but I was following her just on Instagram and things and she had her own online business. And I was like, oh, I wish I could do that. If only I could do that. (laughs) And this was probably when my daughter was about, I'd say three. So a good couple of years before I actually started my business. She might have even been younger. And this lady decided with her husband, and I think she had, she's got like a ton of kids, but I think she had maybe four at the time. They decided to take all of their kids out of school. They sold their house in London. I think they downsized it and had like a rental flat or something instead. And they took off on a year of travel. And I followed her blog, which documented their journeys. And I was always there, hit and refresh. Has she posted again? Has she posted again? I absolutely ate up every single freaking morsel of that woman's content when her and her family were traveling. Uh, It just really spoke to me. They just had the most amazing time and they went to a lot of places and they traveled quite like all the way around the world in many ways, which isn't something that we're looking to do. But within that though, she kind of had some similar values to me in terms of like they spent lots of time in nature, lots of time as family, like not doing a ton of touristy things, that it was more about experiencing a place and experiencing the different geography and nature and landscapes and all of that kind of thing. And it just spoke to my soul. And yet I was not in a place back then where I was able to expand to hold the possibility of it being something genuinely within reach for me or for us. And I remember saying to my husband, oh, I wish we could do this. Could we, do you think we could do this one day? And he's like, I don't see how. (laughs) Um, Such a pragmatic guy. (laughs) And so we were like chatting about it though and like, oh, wouldn't that be great? And we both have that sort of wanderlust within us. We both have always enjoyed travel and discovering new places. And it just sat with me though and it didn't go away. And like I said, I followed her for the year that they were traveling, however long it was. And then they relocated at the end of it to Australia actually and I just understood totally that idea that once you've been and discovered so many different places and started living a different kind of life that the idea of returning to the type of lifestyle that you've been living previously would probably be really difficult and like a significant gear change and just a bit incongruent with where you're at now and I just really got it and yet like I said it did not feel at all available to me because of the finances. That was literally it. I didn't feel like I couldn't travel with my child or like my husband wouldn't actually be amenable to it. There was nothing else. It was literally, 
the money, that I did not see how we would possibly pay for something like that. And I thought, oh, how lucky she is. She has this business that she's been able to take on her, on the road. And her husband handed in his notice. I can't remember exactly what he did, but he had some like significant career, I would say. And I remember just thinking like, oh, that is the absolute dream. (laughs) And so that was probably a good seven or eight years ago now, maybe nine. And here I am about to embark on a really similar adventure with my family. My husband is leaving his job. My business is floating the travel and we're going on a kind of slow paced, intentional travel style jaunt around Europe largely and a little bit outside of Europe. But we're not we're not getting on any planes unless we're flying to and from Ireland for farm shopping. So I say this because I have many examples in my life of where I felt a thing wasn't possible and then here I am doing the thing. <laughs> like I felt like it really wasn't within reach and yet here I am doing the thing. And the thing that changed for me, yes, practically speaking, was the money. So I have a business now that can bankroll us. I have a business now that is portable, as business will travel. I have a business that is flexible, that is sustainable, that doesn't require a ton of hours from me, something that I absolutely love so that it will feel like something that is adding to my time away rather than taking from it. So I created that. Practically, I did that. Practically, we have the money coming in because of me and my business But I wasn't able to do any of those things until I'd worked on my energy and my mindset. And so that's really the thing that made the difference, which if you've listened to the show for a while, you'll know it to be true. But if you're new, hey, hi, that's my story. I changed my life. (laughs) That's just one of the ways it's been changing. But by working on my mindset, by working on my energy. If you are new, by the way, drop me an Instagram DM. I love to know if you're a new listener. And by the way, I seem to be uh, kind of a big deal in Cambodia right now. (laughs) Um, So hi, if you're in Cambodia and listening, it blows my mind that uh, this humble podcast reaches all sorts of women all over the world and some men too. And everyone is welcome and I love it. It just makes me so happy with this kind of global community. Anyway, I digress. So the reality is though, is back then, the dream life didn't feel possible to me for financial reasons. And now that exact dream that started as a flicker of a flame back then and is now like a rampant fire (laughs) over here right now, has been made possible because of money and because of my ability to not just create it and receive it, but create it in a way that is sustainable for me and my lifestyle. If I was working really long hours, if I was having to hustle for this money, it's not really going to work, is it? It's not really going to be the dream life. I wouldn't really be thinking, well, that's going to be really fun taking my business around Europe because it would feel like, ugh, like, well, my husband and daughter are going to be off enjoying everything while I'm like stuck working all day every day. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, how I've built it, it's not just the fact that it's been built. So it's how we go about creating, receiving money, not just the money that we receive. It's those two things together that make the dream life possible. The way in which we create and receive the money and the fact that we are creating and receiving the money. So I'm sharing that story to show that, you know, this wasn't built in a day. And, you know, I had a lot of time since, you know, in intervening years 
since discovering her and that blog and having that idea, I had a lot of years of still just being very much stuck in my <laughs> victim mentality and this idea that I, we would never have enough money and wasn't doing anything to actually work on the dream. And then when I started my business, I hadn't really thought about that dream for a while other than to kind of just acknowledge that there were people online talking about being digital nomads. It just didn't feel like something I particularly wanted to do. I didn't want to uproot my daughter when she was really quite young and in early years of primary school it felt good to be kind of very grounded and stuff and it was only a couple of years ago that I was like actually do you know what we're coming up to a really great window of time for us as a family it works really well let's do it so it's been a couple of years since we just decided we would do it and that we would do it specifically right now but as soon as we decided we just got on with it there was no kind of like oh can we can't we how can we make it happen? Because at the point we decided I'd already done the mindset work and I'd already created the business and the funds to fund the dream life. So once you have done your work, you get to apply this to anything. Once you have created a sustainable business for yourself, you get to take that business and do whatever you like with it. It gets to continue to evolve to support the lifestyle that you want to live, whatever is your dream lifestyle. Just going to interrupt myself quickly because I was in such a flow state off the back of that massage that I just entirely forgot to tell you about two really important things that you need to know about. <laughs> so let's get into them. One is an invitation and another is something free that I have for you. Let's start with the invitation. So if you are ready for some support, if you're ready to feel held as you take your business to that next income level, but take your life at the same time to the next level, to that next level dream life for you. You know this is my jam and my specialism. It is what makes me tick and I would love to help you with that and I would love to help you with that inside of an intimate container of your brand new biz besties. That sounds all kinds of dreamy to you. I would invite you to head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate, click on one of the green buttons, book a call my love. Let's have a chat, just you and me super casual because you know that's how I roll. I will ask you some questions about where you're at and what it is that you really most want. You get to ask me any questions that you might have about what it's like to work with me and the container, the specifics, things like call times, are they going to work with you? How many people are in the container with you? Anything that you need to know. And if we both agree that it's a good fit, then we can take it from there. All that's required to hold your space for September is a £500 deposit. So it's really easy to get started if that's sounds like a good fit for you. And I will always be 100% honest. So if when we've had a chat, I think actually this isn't the best thing for you, the best next step, I will totally recommend what I think is. So I am not here to, you know, hard sell anybody into anything. Ew, I think we all know that. <laughs> I'm just here to have a conversation and help you make whatever is the best decision for you. So I would invite you to book that call with me and do it soon, my love, because September will roll around quickly. And if it would feel really good to have that support secured for September, then now is the time to do it. We don't have many spaces at all because I have very small, intimate containers. And of course, I am keeping a careful eye on my bandwidth so that I can be loving on my clients and giving them my best while I'm traveling. So um, yeah, don't delay would be my advice. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Don't be kicking yourself and having to wait well into 2024 if you've been considering it already. So that's my first invitation. And then secondly, if you're maybe not there yet, 
but you would love to be, or if you're just like, I do not, I just want to make a sale, or I just want to be, get myself unstuck around this whole money making thing. And you're really relieved that I'm doing a whole series on money. Then I have something for you, my love, a gift. If you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money, there's also a link there in your podcast player show notes. If you know where those are, I'm gifting you a free three-part audio course in which I'm going to help you uncover the three things that are currently standing between you and making a lot more money. So that never has to be any mystery about it. And I'm also going to help you understand how each of these three things are completely within your power to change. When we feel empowered, that's when our lives change. If you look back at my history, I lived a kind of very lack existence and things felt like they were entirely out of my control until I found and reclaimed my power, then everything changed. Now I live my dream life on the daily and I'm making my next level dream life happen. So this is some powerful stuff and it's in a free mini audio course. I mean, so good, right? And in addition to that, I'm going to help you identify the common element underpinning all three, which contains for you the key to moving past those things that are keeping you stuck so that you can start making more money with more speed and more ease. Because you know, that's how we roll around here. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash money. You can get it straight away. Start listening and transforming. Ooh, so good. Okay, back to the episode. But I want to talk about something that comes up for me all the time. Maybe it's some of the circles that I'm, I'm not even moving in them. I think it's just more that I'm like participating on the outside at this point. But I, as you might know, if you've listened to, you know, what's the next part of our dream after the travel is having a homestead. So I follow a ton of people who are living that off-grid lifestyle, who are doing things like homeschooling their children. I'm not convinced I'm going to do that, but just side note in case you're interested, who are you know, making their own produce, growing their own things, rearing their own things, like living that more self-sufficient lifestyle, but also living just more importantly, more in connection with nature, living a slower and in many ways simpler, I think it's harder in some ways, but that's maybe a chat for another day, but a simpler, more intentional, more, what's the kind of word I'm looking for? It's like friendly way of life. I mean, like friendly to our health, friendly to our mental well-being, friendly to the planet, friendly to the soil, like more harmonious way of living. And I see all these people and I think I feel sorry for the majority of people who follow them because there's, there's a huge movement. I don't know if you are aware of it. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Depends whether you're into the kind of shit I'm into. <laughs> And maybe you have a different example, which case I would love to hear like something that you're into and and how you see this that I'm about to describe apply to that particular kind of niche or interest or lifestyle choice. But there's a load of people following some of these influences in this space. And the comments that I read time and time and time and time and time again on their YouTube channels, on their Instagram content and stuff is, oh, I wish I could do that. If only I could do that. It's too expensive. And I find it so interesting, isn't it, that we live in a time where living a simpler, slower, more intentional pace of life is the most expensive way to live, (laughs) it seems, right? And there are some people out there teaching frugality as therefore the only option. Well, you want to live more simply and more slowly. You're going to have to make do. You're going to have to live without. You're going to have to deprive yourself of some things. Now, I am not really down with frugality. I am down with intentional spending 
heck yes. I don't like mindless spending. I don't like mindless consumerism. So let's make that distinction. But I do not subscribe to doing without, to doing without things that genuinely light you up, that genuinely make you happy, that bring that little bit of joy to your life. I know that there's one, um, well, there's actually several sort of personal finance gurus out there who will teach you to stop having your daily or weekly latte. Have your latte, my love. If you freaking love that latte and it brings you so much joy, have the freaking latte. (laughs) I was talking to my best friend about this the other day because she lives near this really excellent cafe and she goes there several times a week and she said like, oh, it probably isn't helping my financial situation. I said, it probably is helping you because you love it so much. You're not just mindlessly buying this latte, throwing it down your neck and carrying on with your day. You're buying it, you're savoring it, you're often taking it down to the seafront. It's a piece of self-care. It is topping you up. It is doing so much for you. Keep buying the freaking latte. (laughs) Anyway, I'll get really on my soapbox around that. But my point being that if there's anything in you that has ever desired living a simpler life, a less complicated life, a more intentional life, a life maybe more in harmony with your own rhythms, maybe more in harmony with nature, maybe having more time for connection, more time for creative pursuits, whatever that is, The reality is that it's going to require probably more money than if you didn't do that, than if you just worked a nine to five. And the reason being is because we need time for all of those things. Any of those lifestyles, if anything in there resonated with you, one of the key features, one of the key features that I see of the homesteading movement is that they all seem to have time, (laughs) right? They have time to tend to the potatoes and milk the cow and then turn that milk into butter and cheese. And they have time to bake their sourdough bread and they have time to, you know, do whatever are the other things. It's the time piece. And when people say it's expensive, I think that one of the reasons is that they don't see how they can make that lifestyle work because their time is taken up with money making endeavors and largely that's employment. But the other thing is, and this is maybe particular to the kind of lifestyle I'm looking forward to living, but depending where you are in the world, land costs a lot of money. So if land is something that you wanted or a particular type of house in a particular type of area, if anything relating to home is something that is important to you and a feature in your dream life, then it's going to cost some money, (laughs) right? It's going to cost considerable money because land and housing, most countries is only going in one direction. And so I found it quite ironic when I first, you know, was looking into pursuing a more rural existence and something a bit simpler in so many ways, going kind of back to the land and to some more ancestral ways of living. I found it quite hilarious that to live in the way that peasants would have lived back then requires you to be almost a millionaire these days. (laughs) I just find that. Now, Now, of course, there's a lot of nuance in the middle there and I'm saying that to be slightly glib but it did just kind of make me chuckle at the time and it didn't completely throw it off of my radar because I know that I have the ability to create and receive my own abundance so that power is within me so I was able to hold and expand to hold the reality of it but it did still make me chuckle that that is the truth about my dream life specifically (laughs) is that having that kind of land costs significant sums of money. But let's talk about a different angle of your dream life. I think 
One of the things that I so often love about the richness of the dream lives of the women who I work with, so I'm obsessed with helping women live their dream life, right? I think that's probably no secret. (laughs) And I just love, I just love nothing more than listening to somebody tell me all about their dream life and what it means to them and just really getting into all the richness of the detail with them. I just like, I'm, I'm so in it with you. I feel it for you. I want it for you just as much. I believe in it for you. I'm just there, wherever that is for you. I just, oh, I love it. And one of the things that I notice almost every single time, and I think this comes from what happens when women make money and what happens when we put money in the hands of women and mothers in particular as well, even more so, I think there is this desire to do good with money. There's this desire to make a difference with money, to use that money as a way of voting for what's important to you. And that is part of the dream life to me. You know, I absolutely love some of the cool shit that I get to do with money. And I love that I can live in alignment with my values and feel like I am voting with my money. I really hold that dear to me because I remember so vividly a time in my life when, like great swathes of my life, when I did not feel that was available to me, when I did not feel that power to spend in alignment with my values and therefore I felt out of congruence with how I wanted to be living and therefore I could not be feeling like I was living my dream life, right? Because I felt like I had to compromise in ways that made me uncomfortable. Like a classic example you might have heard me talk about before is just with regards to the food that I'm eating. I really prioritize buying the best quality food that I can buy. And when I say the best quality, what I mean is whatever is going to have as much reduced impact on the environment as possible. Now, I'm not perfect. I don't get this perfectly, but to, you know, the best of my abilities, if something's organic, there's going to have been less toxic shit sprayed on it, right? Which is better for me, great, yes, and my family, yes. And though, better for the soil, for example, better for things like bees and I don't know what, all these other things, right? And I used to feel like we could not afford And it was too expensive back then to buy everything organically like we wanted to. And that really cut me to my core. Now, that might sound like a small thing to you. It's just food, doesn't really matter. But that was something that was a really important value of mine. I've always been a foodie, very much into my food, and also do want to be doing right to the best of my abilities by the environment. Now, again, I'm not perfect. Don't start analyzing my lifestyle because you'll find plenty of flaws in there. But I try, right? And I felt like I couldn't do it to the best of my abilities back then because of money. But when we are making money as women, we get to do things like help our communities, give to causes that are important to us and do so freely without thinking like, oh, that direct debit that I've got going out would be better if it wasn't going out every month, you know, like not feeling that pinch or being able to choose the item for your home or for your wardrobe that's going to last you longer, that isn't fast fashion, that isn't made in questionable conditions that you'd really rather not think about, that isn't dyed with toxic stuff that you'd rather not think about, but actually being able to go for the brands who you admire, who are trying to do right, you know, who are trying to make items in alignment with maybe your values too. So it's it's so liberating. And for me, it is absolutely part of the dream life to be able to 
be very conscious and value aligned in spending. And that's come up more and more for me, actually, as my my idea of the dream has evolved, the more my own values have actually taken apart in that. I've, I've spoken before when we did a, quite a lot of um, content on this show about, you know, this idea of success that's been sort of shoved down our throats. It's very consumeristic and it's very one size fits all. And once I started to kind of recognize that and go, wait a minute, I just realized that I've been wanting some level of success that has been prescribed to me rather than me creating it and defining it for myself. Then more and more and more, my values have come into play with how I want to be living. But the more that they have, the more money that has cost. And I don't make that wrong thing. That's a good thing. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. I don't want to just burp down the microphone at you. <laughs> ah, the joys of an unedited podcast. Um, okay. So I'll give you some examples. So we had a really delightful coffee chat, some of my clients and I the other day. So in one of my mastermind groups, so I have two masterminds. One is the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, and then the other is Elevated Elite. So people tend to graduate up into Elevate Elite when they are sort of operating at or above a six-figure mark. It's not the only thing. It's also an energetic kind of milestone that needs to be crossed to be invited in there. But anyway, the women in all my masterminds are doing really cool shit. And I just, just fucking love them so much. Can we just take a moment to just, oh, I'm just going to sit in love for them for here for a second. Oh, they literally rock my world. Anyway, um, my Elevate Elite ladies, one of the women in there decided to have a coffee chat call for everybody just because we love talking about all kinds of stuff and we're all quite fairly aligned in our interests, which isn't hugely surprising, I guess. And obviously on coaching calls, we want to be doing the getting in there deep and doing that really juicy coaching. And she was like, I just feel like we've got so much that we could talk about. Let's have a coffee chat. So we had this coffee chat. It was so much fun. I just absolutely adore these women. And one of the things we talked about at length was bedding. (laughs) And talking about, you know, uh, one of the women came in, she's about to move house. Again, funding her dream life, her business played a huge, well, it played the most instrumental part in her and her husband being able to secure a mortgage. They would not have been able to secure the mortgage on their dream home, which is a complete lifestyle change for them, this dream home. They're moving, you know, to this really gorgeous village. The home is just beautiful. They would not have been able to make that move had it not been for the incredible success of her business. So let's just take a moment and do a standing ovation for her so proud of her. This is what gets to happen when we are creating these businesses with intention. They get to fuel our lifestyle. So anyway, she's thinking about what she's going to need for this new home. And she asked us if we had any recommendations on kind of beds, bedding, that type of thing. And I recommended this mattress, which is what we use. We've also bought a second one for the van because I am not compromising on my sleep. I take my sleep super seriously. Like it is so important. I will invest heavily in anything sleep related because if you're not sleeping well, nothing else is going well, right? And it's like a memory foam, but it's made from organic natural latex. So it's like breathable. It's better for the environment. It's not off-gassing in your face like other memory foams. Anyway, this is the kind of shit that interests me. And so we were talking about that. And then one of the ladies was talking about having actual linen instead of cotton for her bedding and how much of an upgrade that's been for her. And she said like when she gets in bed, she's like, oh my God, yes, this is so good. And she was saying that she noticed, she checked 
kept herself on the fact that she had this one set made out of this 100% linen and every other week when that one was on she was like oh yeah it's the linen bedding week and she's like wait a minute why am I only allowing myself this joy once every other week? Why can't I have two sets of this? So we were like, yeah, go buy the second set. And then we were all like, now we all want <laughs> linen bedding. Um, we were also talking about wool-filled pillows. My point being, we all like natural materials, things that are sustainably sourced and made. These things are all important. They're going to cost you a significant sum more than buying some bedding from, I don't know, Target, Asda, whatever is like near you. Now, we've all been at the time of life when that was important to us. And so I think one of the reasons why that conversation felt so vibey was because we all really recognized how grateful we were that we are at this point of abundance in our lives where we get to spend so freely in alignment with our values. We're not talking about frittering money away on mindless consumerism. We're talking about investing in our sleep experience. I mean, that's that's a high vibe thing in my opinion. But that costs money. You could say quote unquote expensive if I was allowing that word around here, which I'm not really. So, but it does cost money. Another example would be that we're just picking paint colors for the kitchen cabinets in the van. So my husband has made them himself because he's good like that out of wood. I forget which type of wood. Possibly you don't care. <laughs> and he said pick a paint color. So we painted all of our house that we sold in paints by Earthborn, which um not sponsored, just a fan, which are all breathable, non-toxic, again, not emitting loads of endocrine disrupting chemicals in and around your environment. Now when we first started decorating our house, the first couple of rooms that we painted and we then redid them, we couldn't afford that kind of paint. We looked at it, we were like, oh, and we ended up buying the cheap paint and feeling shit about that choice because we were conscious enough to know, you know, that this was important to us and that kind of made it worse than just buying cheap paint, not knowing, like, which I would have done previous to that. We like knew that we wanted to do something better for us and better for the environment and didn't feel able to in that moment. What's worse is, and this one this one even hurts even describing it, is we had to paint our daughter's nursery in cheap shit paint. And we were like, eh. Because <laughs> we knew that it wasn't great and we didn't feel like we could afford it. And then, fast forward a few years, we were able to do the whole house then in eco paint. And now anything that we're doing, we're doing it in eco paint. So these are the kinds of things that open up to us when we open up to abundance, when we recognize and start to live like and embody the truth that we are the source of our own abundance, not outside of us. It's not dependent on whether or not somebody buys. It's not dependent on that one sales call. It's not dependent on how many people see your Instagram post. It's not dependent on the economy and shit like that. It's all in you. You get to decide and create. And so when we're empowered to do that, we get to do some really cool things, right? And, you know, I could go on. Like, my daughter wants horses. That is absolutely the pinnacle of her dreamiest of dream lives. Horses cost a lot of money, right? Ask anyone and they will probably tell you, ooh, that's an expensive hobby. And, you know, it's not cheap. <laughs> and yet, I'm over here happily paying, well, last week, £182 for a body protector for her or whatever is coming up each week. There's always something. And I do it gladly because it brings the kids so much freaking joy and I feel like it's a really great 
hobby to have. I really will endorse her having something for herself outside of school and other school-based activities. It's connected with nature. I mean, there's so much going for it. I don't have to justify it either. I also just get to spend on things because I want to, but it also feels justified to me. Okay, so my point in all of this is we just need to acknowledge that our dream lives cost money. They are going to require money. And the more we up-level, the more money will potentially be required to make the kind of choices we want to make, to create the kind of experiences we want to create, or to buy back the kind of time we want to buy back, to be able to do things like say to your husband, yeah, you can hand in your notice. Like that felt like a dream for years, and here we are about to make it happen. And so I hope really what I've been able to do in this episode is just to expand you energetically to or invite you to expand yourself energetically that's why I was kind of like stumbling on that phrase because <laughs> it's not something I can do to you it is something that you must feel and do yourself but really what I would invite you to do is just to expand to hold the possibility that any feature of your dream life whatever that looks like to you any feature of it is absolutely possible absolutely available and attainable to you but the first thing you're going to need to do is to work on your energy so that you start to feel and acknowledge and then exercise and then you see it and you feel it even more and you acknowledge it even more and then you exercise it again the fact that you my love you are the source of your own abundance so you get to decide how much you receive now i know it's not just as easy as like okay well, i decide i receive a million today i mean it can work try it but i know that it, it doesn't always feel that easy but you are not separate from money money is energy we are energy so you are abundance you know you aren't just able to create it receive it you are it <laughs> We'll get into that more. But really, I just hope this has been an expansive conversation, but also a frank conversation that we shouldn't shy away from the fact that the dream life costs money. We shouldn't tell ourselves that it's not available, but we shouldn't shy away from that fact either. We should be like, yeah, damn straight, damn straight. Spending in alignment with my values is going to cost me some money. All the more reason to make the money because it's important for me to be voting with my dollars, pounds, yen, euros, whatever you have, wherever you are. And to know that in this season, we're going to be getting into this topic of, of what you can do, how you can tap into your own source of abundance, how you can feel it more, how you can wield that power more, how you can feel more and more of a sense of agency over the money that is available to you and flows to you in the way that I have. And that's why I've given you so many examples of when, how I used to feel, how I wanted to spend, how I wanted to have an experience of money and how I have that now because I want to show you that it's absolutely possible. I'm not some kind of unicorn over here doing it on my own. All of my clients are doing similar things and coming on in similar ways. Um, and I've helped so many women at this point. So I absolutely know that it's possible for you too. Okay, I cannot wait to get into this topic even more. Next week, we have a really good episode. It's called, that was a drum roll by the way, how to make more dot 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 simplified. I am going to simplify the fuck out of making money for you so that it doesn't have to feel like a mystery anymore. If you've ever felt frustrated, if you've ever felt like you're banging your head against a brick wall with money, if you're ever like, if you're listening to this and you're like, get it, I know I want my dream life and I know it's going to cost me some money and I want that money, but just show me the way. And then yes, you're going to love that episode. Okay, my love, don't forget, you get to make as much money as you want because you know why? You are limitless. Bye for now. 
Hey my love, do we talk every Tuesday? If not, we totally should. You see, each Tuesday I send out a message exclusively to my besties on my email list. These are pep talks, hits of inspiration, behind the scene peaks, lessons I've learned in life, business, and motherhood, and notes from the heart. And if I say so myself, <laughs> these are some gold you don't want to be missing out on. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday and sign up to receive my weekly notes. Plus, you'll be gifted my morning mindset routine designed to help you slay your day and your goals because I believe even as mothers, we can have a morning mindset routine that works for us. That's corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday. Tuesday.